Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience, live from the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Our stage is presented by our friends at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Gotta love that. Our show is presented by our friends at Old Dutch. I know. I, I love those. Uh, I left those kettle chips at the office. What's your problem? I don't know. You're like a child. I, well, you know what? First of all, I forgot my ticket. And by I forgot my ticket, I was not given any tickets to the <laughs> state fair this year. And I'm pretty sure I only have enough for myself. Maybe we need to check that because normally in our it. in our mailbox they'll leave us like here are all your tickets for the duration of the run. And uh, I, I went to check this morning, and you guys were making fun of me because you're like you're the dad in the group. Why are we waiting on you? Yeah, we're like, where's these? your shoes? Where's your tickets? That's, Let's go. Bus is leaving. But I do I do too much of that managing at home. So maybe I turn it off at work. Maybe that's what happens. Anyway, I go to my mailbox and I'm like, all right, let's go to the state fair. Nothing. Nothing in. My box. I wonder if someone grabbed them for you. And by someone, I mean not me. Who would have done that? Have I been robbed? Maybe. Remember the chocolate incident? You stole someone's chocolate out of their mailbox. Now they're stealing your state fair tickets. I do remember that. And uh, anytime I'm at the state fairgrounds and we start talking about robbery, I always think of the time that Donna was very close to falsely imprisoning many people because her laptop was stolen. And by stolen, we mean, play. excuse me, by stolen, excuse me, we mean left in that building right there. Under on the desk, a pile of shirts and boxes. Under a pile of stuff. But she started identifying. This is how people get wrongly in prison because then she was like, well, and then there was a guy who was dressed in all red and sat down on the bench right after I did. I mean, it, there was, a, there was a, a, a goose hunt all around the fairgrounds. These are lies. They're and then we lies. found out it was just here the whole time. But anyway, I got in. Thank you for lending me a ticket. Oh, yeah. How about that? So a lot of traffic, 35W. We were like, I was coming from the Eden Prairie area. You're coming from Shaska. Took, I left at 7.15. We're trying to get uh, to the 8 o'clock shuttle at our radio station. And we were just like, we're not going to make it. Let's just get on the 8.30. Then we get on the 8.30, and then there's this huge semi. Huge. Huge. Trying to make a turn, almost hitting our bus. Now our bus was parked, like we were we were at a had stopped right where this this semi would come out of a parking lot, and the semi was so freaking long, so long, and he was trying to make this turn, goes up on the curb on a walkway. That was his only choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, I am looking at the 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 tra- like the tractor trailer bed, mm-hmm. and all I'm thinking is that's going to tip on us. 
that's <gasps> going to fall down on us. I can't believe you weren't thinking of your death in that moment. That's I all really I thought wasn't. Of. Oh, I was like, gosh. oh, let's see how this is going to end. We really dodged a bullet. But then they ended up making the turn. Our bus didn't back up at all either to like get away from stuff. So that was a little dicey. But we made it here. If you're coming out to the uh, Great Minnesota get-together, we are broadcasting here, as are all the shows. Every weekday, we've got weekend shows that are happening as well. We'll, we'll be out here on the second weekend. Um, so it's a whole lot of fun. I will say this. If you're on the fence today, not sure if you're going to come today or tomorrow, uh, Mike is already s- just like blotting his, I'm with you, Mike. his whole head. Dripping in uh, I'm damp. It really got swassy right as we were coming up here. It, was, it felt okay when we got off the, the bus, and it is decidedly humid. It's just humid, but it's cool right now. Is it's- it, though? It doesn't feel it anymore. I oh, had good I feelings feel a, a while ago. I feel a little bit of coolness. I'm but even anyway. wearing shorts. I noticed that. See that. I see that. Thanks. Nice. Thank okay. You. Someone didn't skip leg day. <laughs> Damn it. That's he was I waiting wanted. for it. Thanks, Donna. There you go. Uh, you anyway, it, I hit it. We do have a a full three hours planned for you today, and we are going to be doing our normal games out here as well. So if you're on the fairgrounds and you want to come by and be in the live audience as we do every day at 10:30, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, uh, DJ Rock Lobster will make. An in-person fair appearance. He will. Just about every day on our show. Awesome. So at 11.30 today, we're going to be doing some Throwback Thursday music trivia. We'll have a little bit of fun with that. Um, And all sorts of good stuff that we will get to. Yeah, Steve's going to try to find someone to get him some, what do you call it, poutine? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Tater tot poutine. the, The top boss is right down the street from where we are. And that's where you can get tater tot poutine. And it's tater tots, which... Everybody except for Donna loves. Everybody loves tater tots. No, they're greasy. And on top of that, they've got melted cheese curds and gravy. Because what says, you know, humidity better than <laughs> gravy? <laughs> gravy. Listen, we're going to be working up a body gravy Why as the day goes on. Why don't you try something new? Try something new. Have you tried the pizza, the pickled pizza? No, I know that debuted last year. So good. Did you have it? It was good. It was amazing. That was not what I was expecting. I was like, ew, tomato sauce and pickles. And- is, it, is it a piece of pizza? It's or pizza. is it a pickle that no, is dipped in sauce? it's a pizza. Okay. Piece of pizza. Eat some pizza. Pizza, pizza. Piece of pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pickled pizza. Pickled pizza. Okay. All right. <laughs> now I got it. It's really good. Where- it's, it's got like a ranch kind of situation. Okay. But it's a typical piece of pizza. Two things that I'm going to get, like, top two on my list. You know, I wasn't here at the fair last year. It's been two years since I've been here. I really hadn't noticed. Donna. I missed out on poutine last year. I also missed out on Baba's hummus bowls. We love Baba's. Which are right up the street. So My favorite. Yeah, we, we have to get people sent out for me to get this food in my belly. Listen, this isn't TV anymore. Donna. We're radio dirtbags. Nobody's going running around for us. Do you know that every day, when <laughs> last year this time I was out shooting Ring Nation with Wanda Sykes in L.A. It was Nindra. great. I'm so sorry, it's a part of my LinkedIn. Anyway, you want to talk about the TV treatment? Every single day, multiple times throughout the day, there would be people who would come up to you and say, what can I get you? What else do you need? How's your, is, is the green room okay? Do you need any extra treats in there? Any spe- specific drinks? Every day. And then I come back to this radio station. You've changed. <laughs> You've changed. And I just wonder, no one is asking us how we're doing. If we need some drinks, do you guys want different kind of treats? We have to pay for gummy bears. We got to pay to get them. What's up with that? Sorry. 
Can we get wardrobe out here, please? <laughs> yeah. Listen, Mike's going to need uh, a whole new... He's going to have to do outfit changes at the end of every hour. Come to watch Mike the Mensch. We got shirts here, Mike. I've got we a got couple. Shirts. I'm ready to go. Yeah. We'll talk is, uh... about all the shirts when we come back. What do you think? Hey, why don't, uh, let's do that. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the shirts, and then I do want to tease you with a little bit of trivia. I sneaked in at things that make you go, huh, today, Donna. Oh. There are only three states in the USA whose populations have decreased in the last 10 years, since the, the, since the 2010 census. Decreased. Okay, got it. There are only three states that are essentially getting less popular to live in. Can okay. you guess any of them? That and more fun facts. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Which street are we on again? So we're on Rand- Randolph Car- at Ungerlberry. Judson. We're at the State Fairgrounds. Um, <laughs> what street machinery, are we Old Machinery Hill area. Yeah, okay, great. Underwood, if, just Underwood, south of Randall. Underwood, just, just south, south of Randall. Randall. See, Zamboni, cleaning up our mess <laughs> There we again. go, like he always does. Great Thank to have you. him here. Um we, it's, it's funny, we're going to shift out of a little State Fair talk here in a moment. Our boss always says, hey, you're broadcasting at the State Fair, but don't just talk about the State Fair. But it's so hard to not talk about the State Fair when you're at the State Fair. But we will move on in a moment. But first, let's show everybody our fancy okay. uh, shirts. So we're up here at the My Talk booth. You can come. You can get shirts. All of the shows have their own unique shirt, which only comes out that year. Ours, we really love ours this year. This might be my favorite one that we've had. It is the College of pop culture knowledge and it says don and steve it looks like a little fake degree it's great a little collegiate uh emblem there boy that's a nice i bet you that's 50 50. i bet you i hope it is here hold this i, I hope think, it is, is okay hold ball? it up for the camera too for our friends watching the live stream yeah yeah okay uh, okay university of donna and steve oh this is a uh, canvas and let's see here what do we have oh yeah this is a 50 percent polyester 20 percent cotton Excuse me, 25% cotton, 25% rayon. Yeah, hey, oh, hey girl. But you got to get polyester. And it's only $120. Yeah, yeah Which yeah, is yeah. amazing. <laughs> Pretty fair price, we think. <laughs> uh, so we're happy to do that. But all the shows have shorts, so come out, get a little swag up here. And by swag, but I guess swag you don't have to pay for. Yeah, this isn't swag. This is the opposite of swag. This is merchandise. There it is. Merch. Thank you. Merch, we call it. All right, yeah, the merch tent. Um, Come and see us. I don't know what sort of intros we have. My guess is we don't have the things that make you go, huh, intro just yet. My, we'll, we'll talk it through. My guess is it'll come in time. So let me lean, lead us into this. I gave you this before the break. We're going to wake our brains up here on uh, this Thursday morning. There are only three states that have a lower population than they did in 2010. Name any of the three states, or if you got multiple, Donna... I'll I'll buy you a a, 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 a pizza laptop. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 not a laptop, not a printer. Printer. No, no, okay, not a that's printer. fine. I don't need anything. Our three states, their Can populations I... have gone down. Three of the fifty populations down since the twenty ten census. All right, Zamboni's really good at geography, so can we work together Absolutely. on this? Yeah, take yeah. a team. It. Let's do this. Okay, and, and so let's talk through. it out for yeah. a second. So Mississippi is always like last on the list for everything but i'm not sure that people would be moving out of there because it might be inexpensive to live there mm-hmm. so yeah maybe somewhere like on the east coast i was thinking because they're going to more populated cities so i'm thinking like look out west i'm thinking oh, maybe like montana west. wyoming type of states i think would be a good place to go montana 
That is incorrect. Dang it. You were very close. I'm going to give you one, and then see if we can work out a couple others. One of the states whose population has gone down since 2010, Mississippi. Oh, wow. Ah, you were right. Am I? Crickletta, crickletta, I. Crickletta, crickletta, I. Humpback, humpback, I. Two more. One I ridicule often, but from a loving place. New Jersey. Uh, no, that's not from a loving place. Oh, my bad. I um, think it would be tough. Well, depending on how you look at it, it'd either be a really bad place or a really good place to be a dentist. Okay, so we're going back down south. <laughs> uh, West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Oh, nice. Yes. That's your hood. Yeah, West Virginia, right below my home state of Pennsylvania. They have lost 5% of their population since 2010. That's kind of a big number. And 80% of their teeth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why they call it a toothbrush. That's where it was invented because there was right. only the one tooth. Donna, this Otherwise, is top shelf. We'd be using teeth brushes. Illinois is the other state. Illinois has gone down 3% since 2010. Chicago, 3%. It's gone down. Chicken in the car and the car won't go. Let's go to the opposite side while we're doing a little bit of fun uh, geography trivia. Uh, we're helping the kids right now. Kids are going back to school. All kids and in, in studies back this up get dumber during the summer, and so we're going to help them <laughs> get better. Uh, let's see. We have got the, the, the state with the largest population growth since 2010. So we talked about the ones that were losing people. Which state has really seen a, a, a big population uptick since 2010? Tennessee. Not Tennessee. I don't have any other guesses. Mike? Population skyrocketing since 2010. Let's go with, uh, let's go with New York expanding, getting bigger. Mm. Not New York. Okay. Um, this is a state where Jimmy Kimmel has a nice big ranch land where a bunch mm -hmm. of celebrities recently had that mega dinner party was that montana was it montana montana i think and hope for the sake of this story it was idaho oh, oh i believe right. it was idaho oh anyway people loving that people loving coeur d'alene um and all that utah is second followed by texas and florida all four have grown by more than get this the populations of all of those states up more than 20 percent Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot of people. You feel that crap. We have friends who moved from Minnesota to the Dallas area, and they were like, you know, we're sick of the cold and blah, blah, blah. We all are, okay? They go down to Dallas. First of all, think of the brutal heat that Texas has. They get all the time. But this summer, we would see screen grabs that they would send of just, like, god-awful temperatures in succession oh. all the time. But on top of that, so many people, they keep telling us how they're building new schools and new housing developments. Like, we think, I live in Carver County, so I'm like, oh, wow, Carver oh, County is really... Oh, what are you really... better than Donna! us? Donna! You know we have a long-standing feud with Hennepin County. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. County. You're right. No, but you look at Carver County and you're like, wow, this is really blown up. There are just people all over the place. But when you go to like the Dallas metro area mm -hmm. and the suburbs that surround it, mm -hmm. it is, I think it's a different level 
of crowded. I think the, you feel the people, and then to know that their their population has gone up 20 percent since 2010. Well, that's the entire state. That right? is the entire yeah. state, but I think Dallas Austin, is a microcosm a lot of, people of it. Moving to Austin, Austin as well. As well. Um, yeah. Okay. You want more? Uh, I'll take one or two more. Um, oh, this is a fun little political trivia uh, fun fact for everybody. The last time a Democrat was elected president after another Democrat's term had ended, that was James Buchanan way back in 1856. Is that? Although that be true? Truman became president when FDR died and then got reelected. But the last time that there was a Democrat who followed a, a Democrat in office was 1856. Wow. You remember that? What was it like when this happened? Was it were people shocked? You're so <laughs> funny. Joke. Someone was fun. taking the improv class again. Uh, let's see. I got one more. One more to wake our brains up on this Thursday. Come on, make it a good one. This is less of a question and more of a thing, so I want you to really lean into the huh of this. You just okay. received this and huh your way out of okay. it. Did you know that Marvin Gaye trained to play pro football in 1970 and actually tried to get a tryout with the Detroit Lions, who you would have thought would have absolutely taken right. anybody. <laughs> but since he had zero football experience, the coach did not want him to get hurt, so he turned him down. Huh. How about that? That's huh. nice, huh? See? Hey, another, I can do it. another fun football thing. Um, shout out to my son and his team and whoever, the, you know, the Chaska Chan Football Association. Last night, a couple of the teams got to play at U.S. Bank Stadium. <gasps> a scrimmage. How cool for those cool. kids. They told us about it. And I was like, are you sure? That does not sound right. And so sure enough, like they're out there. It's, it's U.S. Bank in all of its glory. And they're out there on the field. He said his favorite part was... Uh, just playing with his teammates before the game began. They were just playing catch and running around, and they're like 11-year-olds running around on U.S. Bank Field. Did they and even realize Taylor Swift was just there? I, I know. I was standing there, and I was like, oh, this is Beyonce. where Ed Sheeran was. Right. And, and then I found my seat. I was like, is that how far away I was from him? He was little Ed. Thank God for Jumbotrons. But it was it was really fun. Uh, so whoever was That's behind awesome. putting that together, there were different schools from all around the metro that just kept cycling in, and then they got to have these scrimmages on U.S. Bank. Fun. How'd they do, though? They uh, win? Yeah. Yeah, the scrimmage they won. They all did right. great. Amazing. Uh, we're going to take a break All right. out here live at the fair where my computer is being wonky. Hey, Britney Spears has a book coming out in October. You may be wondering, will Sam Asghari, her soon-to-be ex-husband, get a cut of it? We'll tell you about that and more coming up, coming up next, live from the fair. Hey, I'll do it with my mic on. Hey, friends. Stevie Boy. For my buddies over at the Canopy Group, uh, you know, my, my nephew, he just got a car. So he just got a new car. He's about to start driving. And what's on the topic of conversation in their house? It's insurance. Making sure that you've got the right insurance for a new driver. Maybe you've got something like that in your home. New driver who's growing up. Now you've got to get them insured. Maybe you got a new vehicle that needs to get insured. When you make those changes, I'm, listen, I think it's always a great time to go to the Canopy Group, but especially if you see a life change that's coming up, someone adding to the policy, someone coming off the policy, that's really when they can save you tons of money. But guess what? They save people tons of money all the time. New customers save, on average, over $800 when they make the switch because they have options. 16 different insurance companies that they work with. They have a team of 40 specialists ready to help you out. So if you want to save a little bit of money, fall always feels like a fresh start. Do yourself a favor. Go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Hey, guys, 
It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where my buddy Mike Bryant practices, specializing in personal injury law. You know, if you're injured in an accident, it's really important to have someone like Mike on your side who's going to fight for your rights. I actually watched him argue a case this week for a motorcyclist who was hit by a bus. He really knows what he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, not to mention for pain and suffering and emotional distress. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, God forbid, remember the name Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney. You could set up a free consultation so Mike and his team can identify your damages, calculate how much your case is worth. This will provide you with a lot of insight. Uh, Mike is a great attorney. You can find him today, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We even got the big Zamboni with us. Yeah, he's hanging out. Honk, 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 honk. Show. Great. Boy, another day, another Britney Spears story. Oh, great. Uh, Britney's got a book coming out in October. I believe it's called The Woman in Me. It's Britney book. <laughs> like it. Thank I you. Okay, it right. Anyway, uh, her soon-to-be ex-husband is not able to touch a penny of it. She's going to get $15 million from the book, and he cannot have one single penny. Um he signed a deal. Somebody said that there were reports that they signed an agreement where he would get a uh, million dollars for every year of marriage in the event of a breakup. So that would be what? That's funny. A million dollars. A million bucks for every day we just put up with each other? Right. Every, wow. Every year. Every year. I'm yes. sorry. Every year. Still, um, I, that's an interesting deal. But other sources are saying that they have an ironclad prenup. So he basically gets nothing. There are no millions. Uh, he's not going to profit from her book. That is her book. And yeah, so, but get a load of this. You know, this guy was taken off, according to reports, for months at a time using her jets, you know, or her private access to private jets, her luxury vacation places, and left her alone for long periods of time. There are some people who think he has another family somewhere else. Really? I don't know if that's true, but anyway. Oh, would so that she was, be a racket to keep up with? At some point, don't you call one of your children the wrong name? Like, yes. not the other kid, but right. the kid from the other right. family? Yes. Derek, get back here. Oh, well, sorry. We don't have a Derek. We have a Jaden. That's, of course, right. what I meant. Exactly. Um, so, here's the deal. She is paying, in addition to whatever she had to pay him, she is paying... $10,000 a month for a, an apartment for him, and that was the base price. He kind of worked out a deal where he could get it for ten grand a month. That is how much the apartments go for. So, How long is she going to pay that? I don't know. Wow. But she's paying more than $20,000 a month in child support for her sons. So when she went into the conservatorship, she was basically quote-unquote broke. And so part of the plan was for them to help her make money. She'll never see it that way, according to some sources. But that's where the Vegas residency came in. And she was like, I'm working to the bone and my 
folks are doing this. My dad's taking advantage of me. When he was, in his point of view was he's trying to get her back on her feet again. So uh, he was paid $128,000 as part of the $1.1 million she was charged in attorney fees for the conservatorship. So she's still putting out all this money. So having said that, we have... Uh, court documents that page six printed out that we should not have we should not have it is basically a breakdown it looks like it looks like a legal document like uh you know yeah it's a copy of it and those documents reveal that she had a net worth of almost 60 million dollars in her bank account in 2018 yeah so it's interesting because when you hear that number like hey so-and-so's got a net worth of blank that's one thing this is broken down only to some extent, but still a, a touch more specificity. For instance, we know that in cash, in this account, on, uh, let's see here, in, in 2018, in cash, $3,203,000. Jeez. Just in cash. What do you have in cash? What's your, what's your checking balance at right now? $3 million like is what it's at right now. Like about $237.28. You are a woman of the people. <laughs> How about your non-cash assets? According to this document, her non-cash assets, so probably tied up in real estate and business ventures and investments, $53 million. Okay. $53 so million. So now we're up to 56. By the way, this, uh, so, so this account was from January 1st, 2018 to December 31st, 2018. So we're looking at what happened in a year, which matters on the next number. Uh, when it says, like, what are the gains on sales during the period of the account? She sold some investments, presumably, um, and made $1.7 million from that. Net income during that year from trade or business during that year 2018, $13 million. So even at a time when she wasn't, I don't know, particularly active. But if you look, she's got a, she's paying for a lot. So she made $13 million. Her disbursements during that period of time from the account... $11 million. So th- th- there's another thing that says she's got a loss of $1 million in a different area. But the total property on hand at the end of that account period from December, uh, January 1st, 2018 to d- December 31st, $59 million. When you look at all of her cash, wow, that's consider a lot of money. all the income, everything she paid out. And I would just say that's a good amount of money to have. That's a good amount of money. If, you can, if you're like, oh gosh, what are we at? $59 million? You know, money, Donna, it does not make you happy. Britney Spears wow. is... Wow. This is... What is you should, happening? You're taking on well, no. my you, you might thoughts. Be, you might be affirming me too quickly. Money cannot buy you happiness, but... and there are plenty of bummed out rich people out there who feel alone and lonely and or you just find out at the end of that rainbow you have all the things and they did not in fact move the needle on your internal state of value contentment joy etc that being said 559 million dollars i would i would it would be so fun to not have so many basic stresses i.e your washer breaks. Our washer has a leak right now. Yeah, our washer has a leak right now. Oh, you're a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. We have not had a functioning washing machine in the last five days. And so you're sitting there, and it's like, oh, we're going to have to pay for this. I don't know what it is. I don't know how much it's going to cost. 
But then you think, all right, this is going to be money that you will feel come out of an account. Right. If you have $59 million, that stress is gone. It's gone. You're not happy, but the stress is gone. So my point is, though, it doesn't buy happiness. It could alleviate, if handled appropriately, a heck of a lot of stress. Don't you agree? Yes. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. I love our back and forth. Good really night. good conversation. <laughs> Thank you for what you added at the end there. But I'm thinking, if you're smart, that is the key word, because at some point, Brittany, I don't know if it's in this accounting document, but she got down to just a few million dollars. Oh. You could spend that money in a week. Well, in this, in this year, she did not get down to a few million dollars. And that was 2018. 20... That was probably about the time that she was doing her Vegas thing. Yeah. So five years ago. Yeah, her total net income that year went up by $3 million. Oh, okay. Only three. Okay. You know, after your, yeah, but it's always that. You can make a lot of money, but the question is always, and I'm not breaking any news here, does your standard of living increase in step with it? If it does, you can make a million dollars a year and live paycheck to paycheck. Right. There is a way to do that. Exactly. Uh, and then there's a way to have a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of margin as well, but that's Thank tough. You. You're welcome, Donna. All right. We Whoa. move on to Matthew McConaughey. This is interesting that you have a story about Matthew McConaughey because his wife is in the news quite a bit lately. In the entertainment, you know, the celebrity news stuff. She was talking about how she, when she started dating Matthew McConaughey, the mom, Matthew's mom, was just not great to her. Oh, and really? she would she wouldn't accidentally, she would purposely call... Camilla is her name by his ex-girlfriend's names. Oh. She would test her, she would mock her, and now they have a great relationship. Huh. I don't I don't really understand unless that's part of a like a long variety art, um, article. I don't know why that's even in the news. But anyway, you have something else to add. Yeah, she said, you know, we think of Matthew McConaughey and you think of him being pretty relaxed, maybe smoking a little pot. She yeah, remember said, the bongos? The naked, naked bongo, bongo thing, yeah. Well, she said, I don't think people actually have that image of Matthew anymore because of the kind of work and things that he's been doing. But when we first started dating, it was this image of Matthew of getting high, laid back, no shirt, whatever, which I'm like, the guy doesn't even smoke. What is this vision coming from? Now, you could look back to the bongo playing pot smoking um, arrest back in 1999. So maybe that's where it's rooted. But she was like, when I got together with him, Everybody always thinks because he seems pretty relaxed and laid back. That's also kind of the Texas way, you know. I did interview Matthew McConaughey on a red carpet. It was my oh, first. Donna, I think you're better than us. This is my journey. Something. It's my first ever red carpet I was at. It was for the movie We Are Marshall. And I remember I was there in a gaggle of reporters, second to last in line on this red carpet, wow. which was technically was last? a green carpet. And, and a no kidding, an outlet from West Virginia. <laughs> but it was, we are, it was We Are Marshall, and uh, Marshall, that, that university is in West Virginia, so that's why they, gotcha. they came out and it was, they were from that university. Anyway, um, I remember there was this gaggle of reporters, and I was like, will I be able to talk with Matthew McConaughey? Can I get a question in? And what happens is they answer a question, and then you all, kind of like at a press conference, just start saying your question at the same time. Right. Well, was that like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whoever just talks the loudest and ends last usually gets the question. We go, and uh, 
he, somebody asked a question like, Matthew, blah, blah, blah. And he, he looks at her. And then I was like, Matthew. And my Matthew had come out just one second later. So he looks at her. And then he turns back to me and goes, wait, what? And he looked. Why I bring it up is because he appeared rather mellow. Rather laid back. I see. A little like he could use some Visine in the sure, moment. Sure, got it. And, of course, I asked a cringy question. I would expect nothing less. I said, Matthew, People Magazine just said that you are the number one party animal in Hollywood. And he was like, well, that's a good publication then, or whatever. And so I said, what's the next natural question for me on my first red carpet to ask Matthew McConaughey in that moment? Oh, my God. What kind of toothpaste do you use? I said, what are the chances <laughs> that maybe tonight you and me, we get together and we test this theory? And he said, me? Partying with you? And then I forget how he made some joke and walked off, but it was cringy, Donna. Aren't you upset you missed it? I feel like you were a guy who would mimic people that you admire. <laughs> like maybe a radio DJ that you're like, oh, yeah, I want to talk like that. Yeah. And then you would try to do that with some lame goatee. Wait a second. Now like, this is getting personal. Oh, sorry. Not you. It's a different guy. It's a different guy. Oh, look at the time. We got to go. Great. We got to go. It but turned hey, into a hit piece. Listen to this. Kevin Hart really injured himself. He's actually in a wheelchair right now. I will tell you why. And then you have a very uplifting story about a plane crash. No, no. That's, <laughs> no you're, that's fake news right there. There is a plane that had to make an emergency landing after someone mistook lotion for something else. They thought it was lotion. Turns out it was not lotion okay what did they put into the ether inside of the plane we'll get into that when we return it's donna and steve hey guys welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we are live at the minnesota state fair we are on the chanhassen dinner theater stage thank you I love our friends at chanhassen dinner theater shout out to our friends at old dutch as well for sponsoring mm. our show um, Delicious we are treats. anxiously awaiting a delivery of either Baba's hummus, uh, tater top poutine, or sweet Martha's. Are you trying to put out a bat signal? <laughs> that is correct. We're not allowed to do that. Come on, Donna. Talk to the FCC. I'm just asking a listener to buy me lunch. What's <laughs> wrong with that? What mm. is this country nowadays, huh? You can't even ask listeners to buy your food? That is correct. Then what can we do? Don't do that. All right. Hey, you know what? If you see something, you should say something. Am I right? You're right about that, girl. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh. I have a story here that your friend Wanda Sykes is uh, kind of involved in, oh, sort of, indirectly. All right. All right. But let's start with Kevin Hart. He has revealed that he is in a wheelchair, like legit, after trying to race former NFL running back Devon Ridley. Stephen Ridley. Why does he spell it like that now? Well, it's a I mean, I it just felt like I was supposed me, to say it fancy, it, and I it said it all fancy. Steven? Yeah. You don't know him. Do I do. So, yeah, yeah. So he was a running back for the New England Patriots. All right. So that guy, he decided, so Kevin Hart blew his lower abdomen. Oh, no. Like tore it. Oh, His my. abductors are torn. Oh, boy. He says, I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. 
he rolled himself in the wheelchair for uh, the camera while blaming his predicament on being over age 40. Mm. He say, said, I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff, and I was told to sit my bleep down. He, uh, so it started with a debate from Stephen nice. Ridley, the nice. running back oh. of the New England Patriots. Ah, sports star. Anyway, um, he challenged him to a race. Because he thought he could beat him. Yeah. Now, Kevin Hart, I think, is 55 years old. Could that be possible? That feels a touch old. It does? 44. Because he already said for being over 40. Oh, yeah. Well, over 40. 55 is over 40. (laughs) I mean, if I did the math right. So that would be like me injuring myself today and saying, I tell you what, ever since now that I'm over 20. Right. Yeah, just round (laughs) down. Maybe we should always do that. that I like that. It's far away. It's 10 years different. 11. Donna. Stop. Anyway, he said, why? What are we doing competing at this age? What am I doing? Why did I even race? Stupid. He called himself uh, the dumbest person on the planet. Um, so. Boys will be boys. I know. Yeah. At some point, though, you have to go, obviously, he could take me in a fight. Obviously, he's going to beat me in a weightlifting competition. Yeah, but Kevin Hart stays in pretty good he shape. He is in good shape, yeah. And so he's probably thinking, I could give this guy a run. He was just doing a 40-yard dash, but it went south. He ended up, I don't know if he fell or what he did, but he said, ladies and gentlemen, the age 40 is real. Respect that age, or that age will make you respect it. Hmm. Amen. Okay. Uh, if 44 is kicking your bleep, wait till you hit 55. You might just disintegrate. Get well, dummy. That's from Wanda. <laughs> Uh, and then everybody, Will Smith said getting older is real. Heal up. You got to warm up for about 10 minutes, somebody else said. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I almost never, ever do. I stretch at the gym mid-exercise. I know. But I hate it. Even I don't want to get there. I'm not like, I don't have 10 minutes to go walk at a slow pace and warm up. We need to... Ain't nothing to it but to do it, Donna. You know what you should do? What? Watch a YouTube stretching video and do it with your kids. Come on, kids. We're all going to stretch. Saturday morning. I really only stretch when I'm exercising. No, no, yeah, oh. but like when I'm exercising because then your muscles get tight and it's like, oh, you know what? I got to stretch my hamstrings now or, oh, you know, I should stretch my chest. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're rarely at home. Those um, hip ones are really good, too. Oh, uh, the Those one where you so lay good. on your back and then you cross your leg yes. like this oh, and then you, and you pull, pull in. Oh, oh, and if you are having right? sciatic pain that day, that is a really, really good thing. You ever do the tennis ball or a lacrosse ball? Put it against the wall. I just did it recently. I and was then like, you put your, your butt against it. You can sit on it as well. I did. Okay, don't laugh. I, I make was, no promises. I was doing a little cleaning in the kitchen. Uh-huh. I'm trying to find a bread drawer, which is a totally different right. subject. Anyway, I found a rolling pin. I laid on that thing and rolled back and forth on my kitchen floor, and I was like, oh, yeah. This is what? what? <laughs> a rolling pin. I know what they like, are. If I did that to your back right now, you would yeah. be like, yes, I need to buy one of these. So you just laid down on your kitchen floor, your hard kitchen floor. You then I, well, got, I was on a rug. And then you got a... I have a runner. Uh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> then you get a wooden rolling pin? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, they're yep. all wood. I feel like that. They say you have to be kind of careful when you're rolling. Most of them are made of 
like condensed foam. Uh, Going wood, I feel like you could have run it up or uh, uh, maybe more risk of injuring yourself. Not that I don't think you would be very coordinated with it. Like what? Was I going to get a splinter? No. (laughs) I'm just saying maybe I could see you. You could slip a disc pretty easily. But I'm worried about you with pickleball. Although. How dare you? I'm worried about you with pickleball. Hey, Donna! Yesterday we announced Project Down and Dirty Pickleball, which we're excited about happening October 11th through the 13th. You know, my uh, brother-in-law, Dave, I told him about it. And he said, has Donna played? I said, never. He said, well, she shoots hoops at the park. So we're going to really <laughs> you know have what? an opportunity to call on this coordination that you, you say you have. I don't know. I don't have court. I, I never said that. When did I say that? Well, I would assume if you're shooting no. hoops at the park, you'd be athletic. Listen, I'm going to take you on in a game of Papa Shot, and we're going to put it on Instagram. Yes. Oh, because yeah. Are you good at that? No, I just want to watch oh, YouTube okay. play. <laughs> no, I'm really good. I'm really good. But I think I'm pretty good at it, Getting back to the pickleball thing. Yeah. Uh, I shoot hoops right next to the pickleball court. Peter Piper picked pe- pickled, pickled peppers. peppers. Yeah, Peter Piper picked a pick of peppers. How many pecks of pickled peppers? <laughs> Peter Piper picked a peppers. Peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Where's the pack of pickles? Peter Piper picked. I that was your trying to do? Donna, did Peter, you hear that? I did. Big Peter Piper guy. <laughs> I'm a big Peter Piper guy too. Yeah. Peter Piper I'm picked a pack of pickled Piper peppers. Guy. Anyway. Wait a second. Hang on. Can we have you do that again? And this time, no, no interruptions. Let's give him total silence right. here. That was very fast. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peck of pe- oh, wow. Now you got me on the spot. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where's a peck of pickled peppers? Peter picked. <sighs> That's oh, a lot of peas all together. That was pretty good. It's like uh, Eminem in the Barney, Godzilla yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barney wow. taught me that when I was a child. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I do that every day before the show because I'm a professional. <laughs> And it shows, Donna. <laughs> it does. It really does. Uh, hey, so there was somebody who was on a plane. The plane had to make an emergency landing because, as the story goes, they thought it was lotion. It was actually pepper spray. How did they get on a plane with pepper spray? That's an entirely or different question. Or whoever it was. Okay. But apparently they thought it was, so then it's like, okay, here, let's squeeze some out. And then people's eyes start watering. People are having trouble breathing. The flight attendant gets on. If anybody knows what happened, if you could just come up and tell us. And then I guess they were like, yeah, sorry, that's a pepper spray thing. But then the story gets weirder because someone else says, hey, uh uh-uh, that was not an accident. They were having a tiff with the people across from them, and then she sprayed them. But that has not been backed up. But it makes it a little bit juicier of a story. I've still, uh, I've still never been pepper sprayed. Still, like I assume it's going to come at some point. But you carry I pepper carry spray. I carry pepper spray. I don't have it with me because I knew I had oh. to go through the... I was hoping we could kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> right here. Take care of that for you. You know, I'm so glad that I'm not on radio back in the late 80s or 90s. Because had I mentioned that, it'd be like, oh, yeah. this Thursday at 7, oh. Steve gets pepper sprayed well, live. We put a shock collar on our producer at my last station. And the person in charge of the remote didn't know that we were just going to fake it. And our poor producer was like, oh! <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah. I once had a shock. I was like, ah, stop being a baby. I had a shock collar. I was like, this thing's broken. And then I pushed down and, and was pushing the, the, the sensor button. It was, Donna, I felt my whole body course with electricity. We should tase you. Nope. This is also a bad <laughs> idea. Let's take a break. We'll do a All break. Right. Uh, when we come back, we have got a little bit of music news coming your way next. It's the Don and Steve Show live at the Minnesota State Fair.